0: the Drew experience the show that's 80% combat sports and 20% everything else. The show is brought to you by KRT Tips and Tricks, where senseis Wesley Jensen and uh, Darren Stringer are bringing together all minds, whether you're Kyokushin or other stand-up martial arts, in the largest online growing dojo during these crazy times. KRT Tips and Tricks, bridging the martial arts altogether and raising the bar. Also brought to you by Kyokushin Shuffle Podcast and Forever the Student ebook with sensei Patrick Pinto out of Australia. And lastly, if you're an up and coming MMA fighter, finding a good manager is hard. Luckily, Moments Management has that, where Nima Safapur and his team, who represented uh, fighters such as Gegard Musasi, Alex Gustafson, Pani Kianzad, to name a few more will teach you about MMA, how to save and invest your money during your fight career and understand the fight window to make sure you make better choices for before, during, and after your fight career. Moments Management, where quality and care come first. But this is super important because today I'm joined today by one of the biggest guests of my show. He, and it, this has been in the works for a while, it's all about timing and timing's everything. I am thrilled today and honored to be joined by... Wow, this is like the goal. I have to get a red carpet, like a virtual red carpet to, to welcome him out. I am, th- this, I, I am thrilled to, to be having, he is the president of all Americas for Kyokushin Khan that represents North, South, and Central America. And he's on the International Committee for Hanbu with Kancho Royama. I have the honor of hosting Shian Hamid, welcome to the Jusperian Shian Hamid.
1: Hi, uh, thank you, my pleasure, my pleasure. We finally met. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's better. Like we've had, I, I, as mentioned, you know, I want to give. I have to say uh, kudos to Xi'an uh, Tom Callahan, and uh, Sensei Moji from um, and Russo and Sensei. He's also a Xi'an, but he goes by Sensei. Still Russo, who have said that uh, you are someone that uh, what I that would be very uh, interesting to have because of how you oversee things and how you got chosen for your position. So I want to give a shout out to those three for really um, recommending you.
1: They're a good friend of mine. They are a good friend of mine. Thank you.
0: Yeah. No problem. So, um, you know, the question I have for you is because you are, since you are a Shian and with the, the role you have, before everything, how did you discover
1: Kyokushin Karate? Well, it was coincidence, you know. I um, I am fifty-seven years old, and uh, when I was teenager at, in seventies, um, if you remember, um, well, I don't think you remember because you were younger than uh, younger than that. Uh, in seventies, uh, Bruce Lee's shows was very popular, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he died uh, in nineteen seventy-three. And uh, those days, his movies are still popular, but those days is very, very popular. And uh, well, as a teenager, my friend used to go to watch the movies and uh, he got inspired to uh, join martial arts. I, don't, I didn't know karate, kung fu, taekwondo, we just know martial arts, we, we, do, we should do something. And with two um, friends, were my classmates and uh, we used to live in the same neighborhood we decided to join a uh, martial arts class and uh, happens to go to Kyokushin Karate Dojo which was closest to our place so we didn't know what what is it we just said okay we have to go join us uh, do something and it happened to be that dojo Kyokushin Karate um, Dojo and that's how it started that's how I started, and we found it. Uh, the fighting is very real, and uh, it's very similar to what we uh, watch in the movie. And we got inspired, and, and it just uh, continue doing so. And here now I am, without uh, non-stop. I continue. Um, well, I joined 1979, and uh, it's been maybe uh, one, two years now. Yeah, so we are doing this. That's how it is. coincidence.
0: Yeah. She, and I love how you touched on saying you found Bruce Lee and in 1979, because during that era between the, like the mid to late seventies and eighties, I would say was the birth of like the action hero films. Like, you know, Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, uh, and there was even street fighter with Sonny Chiba, James Bond, Rocky came out. Did you, uh, were any of these other films,
1: like, um, motivations for you? Yes, it's like, uh, you say Chuck Norris, I'm saying the highlight, right? the Bruce Lee was the highlight. And of course, it it wasn't just we are going to Bruce Lee's movie. We're watching old movies and uh, old, we um, oh, teenager. you know, what's teenager um, do? Um, so it's um, inspired by those movies, Bruce Lee's movies. And of course, Chuck Norris and uh, then Rocky came, Rocky 1, 2, 3, and... But uh, Rocky's boxing, but I we, we la- I liked it something with uh, hands and even uh, kicks involved. So it just, uh, um, that's motivated me and two other friends and to join somewhere and to start doing, which happens to be Kyokushin dojo. Um, yeah. Who was your
0: first Kyokushin, what was the name of your first Kyokushin teacher? If you, uh, I'm yeah, sure you well, can recall first,
1: uh, that. Yes, my first, uh, let me tell you something interesting. Uh, when I, started uh, in uh, 1979, I realized after, I realized that Kyokushin is new in Iran. So Kyokushin Karate was brought to Iran by, um, at the time, Sensei Shirzad. Sensei Shirzad and one of his uh, students, Sensei, uh, at the time Sensei, Sensei uh, Roshanai from uh, from Mashhad. And so they were doing uh, a style called Kanzen Ryo was uh, kind of very close to Shirinji Camp. So they were doing for years and years. This Ryo and Shotokan were very popular in Iran. And then uh, Sensei Shirzad went to Japan and brought Kyokushin six, almost six months or close to a year prior to I joined to um, Kyokushin Club. So, when I joined there, I was the first student, like first, second student of that class. And uh, I can strongly say that I'm the first generation of kyokushin in Iran. Mm,
0: that's and, amazing.
1: Uh, right. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so to my sensei, uh, Sensei Roshanai, and then his, sensei, uh, and his colleague or sensei, because they were almost same level, but different, uh, different cities. They were doing Kansen. They were older than me, obviously. Now he's 80 years old now. Mm. Um, he was, uh, was black belt in Kansen Ryo, karate. But then they switched to kyokushin. They switched to kyokushin, and, uh, and how kyokushin started in Iran back in, in 1970, early 79 or 78. And I joined them. When I joined there, I said, oh, this is actually new. I didn't know at that time. I was 15 years old, 15, 16 years old. But then I realized, oh, this is style is very new in, in Iran. So yeah, that's what my student, my, my, my uh, sensei at the time and uh, continued doing it. Then I went to uh, Sensei Shirzad in Tehran back and forth and uh, just uh, kept, kept doing it until now, yeah.
0: That's that's amazing that it's like you're the first like you were the first to discover it. And because when we think of Iran, it's a superpower in terms of wrestling, uh, especially Greco-Roman. And it seems that Kyokushin really just took off in Iran because I, I, I just think that when you think of Iranians, they have a very specific body type for wrestling. And that body type can go very good into Kyokushin. And I think that's because of the explosive, like how explosive we are in Kyokushin with wrestling. So I just think feel like as a as a, being from Iran, do you feel that explosiveness from Kyokushin from wrestling
1: helps with Kyokushin? Yes, it does. In Iran, when this is the um, the I think the, as you say, it's a nature they they wanted to uh, martial arts, real martial arts. and what they knew at the time. It was the new karate is a non-contact karate. Mm-hmm. And when Tsengkushin was uh, introduced to Iranian um, athletes, they, they loved it. And uh, I tell you something here interesting. We, we couldn't do tournaments for a few years. It was banned. Why? Because they say full contact is not allowed. You guys hurting each other. I said, well, no, it's uh, because those... Uh, uh, f- uh, non-contact uh, karate, like Shotokan and Kanzen, you at the time, and now it's, there's so many styles. Um, they threatened by us because they saw popularity of this type of uh, fight, this type of um, sparring. And uh, they had connection in uh, Karate, fe- uh, karate fe- Federation in Iran, and then mm-hmm. they we were, didn't do tournament for about four or five years. They said, "Oh, you can come to our tournament, but you have to do with all rules that means non contact so whatever we we, uh, we do is 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 uh, by their perspective, so it was interesting, but then gradually they saw the popularity they saw how um, how this style grow, and uh, <clears throat> they had to accept it and uh, they well, and our argue was uh, well, wrestling. We have Roman wrestling, free wrestling, two types of wrestling, right? So karate can be can be uh, non-control, full contact, non-contact. So it's just uh, they finally accept it, and then they allow us to uh, do both tournaments, seminars, and it grow even even more after that. Yeah, that
0: that's amazing. So, um. When you so then you left so then you left Iran. Eventually, you came to Canada. Now, with that, when you come to a new country, there's the food. So the food is always different. And you're a very cultured man because you love trying new food. So what did what when when you you like everything, but when you lived in Japan, what was your favorite cuisine that you enjoyed in Japan? Well,
1: what was the yeah? So I can't really. In point and one particular things, uh, you know, uh, they they they, call, they there's a food they call it nabe. Mm-hmm. it put it, a, a big pot and you put everything in it, and with a friend you can it's cooked for in front of you, and you put uh, veggies, you put um, fish or a chicken, your choice. And you put everything in that pot and you add some sauces and miso and everything you like. And then you talk with your friend and then you dish out and eat. It's just very, I found it socializing and it's interesting uh, to have. And uh, and tastes very good and healthy, very healthy. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Nabe, yeah. For me, like, cause for me, like I love all foods too. Like, uh, yeah. I just, like, I still have to try like Pakistani food. So my coach, uh, I, you don't, I don't know if you know my coach, but he's, um, his name is Mohammed Chick. Like he's participated in some things with, uh, with Khan. He's independent, but he always says to me, he's like, have you, always, have you tried Pakistani food? I said, no, I have not tried Pakistani food. He's like, well, yeah. that's one you should try. So I've tried pretty much everything. Um, yeah. For me, when it comes to Iranian food, Persian food, so I tried Persian food for the first time in 2014 when I went to L.A. So L.A. is like little – it's like there's so many Iranians that live there. You get off of LAX, like I wanted pizza, but we ended up going into an Iranian restaurant. That food, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I think it's the climate with L.A. and Iran. Maybe you could disagree or agree, but it's so authentic. Like the way Persian food is cooked, the rice is. I, I've never had, like, that's my favorite rice to eat. And I don't even feel bloated after.
1: I feel satisfied
0: mm. with the rice.
1: No, that's great. Um, well, I think the reason is they are real chef from Iran mm-hmm. who immigrated to um, LA, to United States, and, and residing in LA, so they can make it. Uh, Authentic food, as you mentioned, and it's a real chef. You know, in, in LA, uh, I was there once. Um, they call it uh, there's an area. They call it Not Tehran <laughs> 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 That's Tehranjales, and all the Iranian food, everything, and a million people. I heard um, living in in California. So one million Iranians. That's a lot of people, and uh, we have a large community of Iranian here too in Vancouver. Um about uh, I heard thirty five thousand. Uh mm-hmm. but LA uh or, or California is uh amazing, lots of Iranian and uh I'm I'm sure lots of chefs there. So they can make authentic Iranian food. Yeah.
0: Now, I like how you said also there's a big community in Vancouver too. So I work for um, – my day job is I work for one of Canada's biggest phone companies. I'm not – this is not my job. This is just a hobby. But uh, there's oh, – there. you are right about that. There's a lot of uh, – some of my interactions when I see the names of the files, they're very Persian sounding. So I like to ask out of curiosity, oh, is that name from Iran? And they always say, yeah, how do you know? And I say, oh, well, my – fathers of iranian descent and then they are like they start talking to me in farsi and i say i i I don't speak farsi because my dad just didn't teach it to me but there's also in alberta too it's between alberta i find there's like it's it's bigger in vancouver and i'd say alberta and i think in alberta because a lot of iranians like uh most of them either become civil engineers because of the oil industry or the infrastructure and it's It's just amazing to see like what the Iranian community has done for Canada. And, uh, how, and like, and now I know you're a Shian, but aside from being a Sheehan, do you have like, from when you were, when you went to university or college, like, are you also like, say like a doctor or a lawyer or you are getting cut off. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Can you, is this
1: better? Can you hear me? You're getting got disconnected. Okay,
0: hold on. Hold. Let me just. Uh, let me fix this here. Hold up. Okay. Can you can you see me now? And here. I lost you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Seems yeah, like. I,
1: I, I yeah. Okay. Yeah. I lost you for ten. Right.
0: Huh. Okay. Okay. Ten seconds is not bad. So I wanted to ask you because. Um, Iranian, Iran's community in Canada. Iranians have played a big role in in right. being in Canada. Um, there, yeah. oh, there's a lot of civil engineers, doctors, lawyers, business owners. You're a Sheehan, but what is um what do, what else do you do outside of uh, Kyokushin? Right. It's
1: uh, I. Uh, my 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 degree is in management. I mm. manage uh, about. Uh, um, Five high rises in downtown Vancouver. Wow. Uh, over one thousand uh, one thousand two hundred uh, units in, in downtown Vancouver, I manage them. So yeah. So that's my my, my real job. But I have I do karate uh the side and um, yeah, so it's uh, awesome. I,
0: I really my... Yeah. Oh no no sorry, like uh like, what were you saying like there? Like uh, cause like a uh...
1: Yeah I said my my main job is the one on doing and management is uh but yeah and do karate at the side
0: That's amazing. Well like I really think like and I really think you know Iranians like uh, a lot of them are just they come from such a good background. You know there's like they, it's like such um they have that mindset like whenever they go somewhere they start something and they thrive at it. Like it's it's really amazing to see. So that's why like I really like whenever, like I, I speak with Iranians, like in my work, like they always ask me, like what, what, you're doing, what my job is, and they always are so encouraging. They always say, "You're Iranian, yeah. You're, you're gonna be a manager soon. Just wait. They're gonna tap you." And
1: <laughs> well, you know, the, I, I, I like to second that, and also, uh, it's, it's, the, um, it's the, I think all immigrants um, feeling when coming to a new country, you want to catch up you know you want to catch up and it's not just the Iranian I see like uh, Indian Chinese and Korean whoever immigrate to a new place they want okay they think that they are behind they have to catch up they have to um, uh, reach the goal they want and it's just uh, it's I think it this is a feeling for all immigrants you're not immigrant you're uh, you are son of an immigrant yes but if you are a immigrant like I came almost two decades ago and I can remember when I was, I just want to, I, I came from Iran when I had a huge organization. I was assigned by sosa in Iran as a branch of Iran and I had an organization like over 20 dojos under my operation, very successful. Um, but then I decided to come to Canada and I came and uh, well, okay, now start from zero, right? So you want to catch up, you want to get, that's why, um, um, you try to um, to achieve what you had before, get the same level. At, at, um, so that's, I think, the feeling of all immigrants. Mm,
0: yeah. Very true, very true, and yeah. I and I and I respect it. I mean, like I always say, like like I always like to have like that mentality, like to catch up, because you always want to make the best life for yourself in a new country.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. You want to be at uh, the best as. Uh, you want to be at least the way you were in back in your home home country. You mm-hmm. were uh, you see that you say uh, engineer, lots of engineers in Alberta, right? So they were engineers in their own country too. Doesn't uh, matter in Iran, in India, or from Japan. So they were they had situation. They were engineers, They were uh, teachers, this and that, and then they come here. Now they have to start over. And uh, like doctors if, if doctors coming to Canada they cannot practice uh, they cannot see patient unless they pass some exams so they get certificate from Canada then they can practice so is and obviously they they uh, sacrifice so many things they have title they have their own clinic and now they're coming here they have to go through the test pass the test and and then um, start uh, Doing uh, practicing their, uh, uh, as a physician and uh, obviously it takes time and uh, okay I had that I want to make this thing the same as my own country and you have in mind you came for better life better opportunity right so you want to be more than what you had before so exactly. this, all this motivation and uh, all plans and things that uh, keeps you going yeah.
0: very true. I I love what you said there uh, about that and uh because like you always want to get be better. It's either you're getting better or you're staying staying stagnant and and it's always good to choose the latter. Um the other question I have for you is because you're in part of Kyokushin kan, how did you end up meeting uh Kancho Royama?
1: Well, um I was in Japan when Soso was alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time at the time, he was, he was Shihan Royama, and he was branch chief of Saitama province. And I used to see him any events we had, uh, any events from Honbu, like, uh, let's say, tournaments, or we um, yeah, have summer camp, winter camps, uh, New Year gathering, any events we had. So he was there, too. And uh, he was obviously a well-known um, um, student of sosai Everyone knew him, but I just always and say um, in, in practicing together. But then when he, uh, he decided to go to Iran back in 1995, I was the one coordinating his trip to Iran. At that time, he still, he was uh, Shihan, uh, Royamov. You, you know, after I passing, he was for 20 years, he was with IKO1. He was supporting Kanto Matsui. And then he separated. Um, And at the time, he wanted to go to Iran. I mean, it was a request, and then I was involved coordinating his trip. That's the time I got close to him, uh, in very personal interaction, talking and coordinating. And that's how it started. And then uh, after that, in 2000 and 2001, I took Iranian uh, team, participated in Russia and Kazakhstan tournament, and he was there too. He was there too, and then we got to know, because I'm coming from Iran, other countries, he wants to see all the branches, so we got to know him. And uh, when he uh, separated his, his way from Kirikushin uh, Kaikan, and established Kirikushin Khan, um, because I knew him very well, I liked his uh, his, the way he's thinking, the way he's doing. And so I just, without a doubt, I uh, separated and joined him. And I was the first one. And um, So I was actually here, I was c- contacted by um, Enami and uh, he was the secretary, he was the uh, in charge of the homework that time, at the time. So I said, sure, I wanna come. And then he, Kanchi uh, knew me and said, oh, you're there, and then I, I um, ran with a few other Iranian, different countries, so they joined too, and uh, um, so we just uh, established, uh, I established Kushin Khan, Can- Canada's Kushin Khan organization. So that was how I started with uh, my uh, work relation with uh, Kancho and, Hombu, and Khan, basically
0: his story yeah. is also very inspiring because he was from north korea got out of north korea and then yeah. he was able to go to japan and really establish himself as as you said like he was he was um, a branch chief of a what was the name of the province again because
1: i sorry i want to say something he he didn't move from korea to japan he oh. was born in japan his parents his parents went to Japan and he was born in in uh, in, in, in Saitama. Oh, Okay, yeah. I see. But he is, he is Japanese, but he's, uh, his his uh, parents is from Korea. Yeah.
0: Okay, I understand that. Okay, cuz like when I was looking up the history cuz sometimes the facts can be like like one thing can say something but the fact that you confirmed that I appreciate that cuz I want to make sure I present the the proper facts. But it's amazing that like you know came from family that was immigrants from North Korea. And really, he's Japanese and, you know, he's established, he established himself for Saitama. And what was it like when you, uh, when you were in Japan back then? Like this was during the era when Japan was really like an economic superpower. So what was it
1: like to be there? Well, it was, uh, it's a very, it's very powerful country uh, in terms of economy, you're saying. I'll give you an example how powerful is that. I was there almost 30 years ago. And if you want to get a can of coffee or juice, it was 100 100 yen. Or 100 yen is equivalent with one American dollar. So 100 yen or yen um, compared to one dollar. So now after about 30 years, like last time I was there before pandemic was 2019, because 2020 I couldn't go uh, because of the pandemic. Uh, 2019 for international instructor seminar, the same coffee can or juice can was 100, 105 yen. Five only five yen extra for 30 years. Wow! So you could you could get a juice for 100 yen now 105. So even even here in North America, inflation is about like 2% i guess mm-hmm. every year but after 30 years and i was telling to um um iranian friends coming to japan i said because in iran inflation is crazy it's just like 30% 40% every year so i was telling hey guys i used to buy this coffee 100 yen now 105 105 like it's just uh, crazy like how strong economy and and it's it's it shows how economy is strong, and uh, how government can control the economy and run the country and uh, it's just amazing. That's just a great example. It's
0: yeah, yeah, and my, my so my father went to Japan. So my father back in the day, um, my so you know, like um, my dad was a CA. So it's another definition of Iranian success. He became a chartered accountant. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So he became yeah. a charter and he went to Hong Kong. And, um, he went to Japan and he always told me, he's like, one day he's like, you have to go there. He's like, you have to go to Hong Kong. Like it's part of China now, but he's like, you have to see how advanced they are because they have things that we'll probably never have. And then when you go there, you're going to say, you'll think to yourself, how do we not have this in North America yet? Like he used to have, um, used to have, uh, like when he was in Hong Kong, he had a, a friend, he made a friends with a with a, gut, with a. With a a businessman named Jasper and Jasper would bring him like tailor-made clothing, like for a very cheap price, like uh, designer brands. And then when he went to Japan um, had some of the best experiences, like in hospitality, uh, just the, he felt more calm when he was in Japan. And he just said, he's like, it's a place you, these are the two places. He's like, you, you have to visit in your lifetime to understand how, how to be.
1: Exactly. Have you been in Japan?
0: No, it's a goal of mine. When the pandemic's over, the plan is to uh, do, um, I want to do first a trip to Holland to uh, shout out to Wesley because I want to see my uh, sensei Wesley Jensen of IFK. You know, he's uh, NKRT. You know, I want to see him and Darren in UK too. Darren Stringer. But I do want to do an Asia trip where it would be Japan, Thailand, and Hong Kong. But Japan and Thailand are the two places.
1: Great. Yeah, you should do it for sure. Yeah, you're going to love it.
0: (laughs) I love anime. I love Japanese video games and I love martial arts. So that's why I do, uh, that's why I do martial arts too. So that's, uh, I wanna see that. Um, and when you also said you, in 1995, you were coordinating a trip. What was that like? You know, cause you did, they handpicked you to say, you know what? We don't want just any Iranian. We want Shian, uh, We want Sheehan Hamid
1: to coordinate this trip. What, do, what was the responsibility no. like? It wasn't, it wasn't that they picked me because I was there and it was a, uh, it was kind of a conversation about Kancho, uh, at the time Shihan. Shihan Royama uh, wants to go to Iran and obviously, okay, who is familiar here? It's me, right? So I can contact in Iran, okay, you, see, you should do this, you should do that, and I call them coordinating. It wasn't specifically picking me just because I was there. Right. I was there and it was easy for them to communicate through me and I could speak Japanese at the time. Right. And uh, so I just transferring information Then country is coming. This you need to do this. You need to do that. This date, just just this. It's, uh, it was a really particular uh, reason. It's just because I was there and it is uh, convenient for Hombu to coordinate that.
0: That's amazing. That That's amazing. And now, speaking of Iran, you know, I want to ask you because a lot of the time people say when you think of Kyokushin karate, um, the superpowers are the two superpowers right now are still Japan for how technical they are and then Russia for the power. I like to differ with that and say, yes, I agree. But I think <laughs> Iran is a superpower, too, for Kyokushin karate. Do you do you agree with that, too? Or?
1: yes you know iran really has very good fighters um unfortunately now you know kyokushin can't split it There's so many groups now and uh, so many groups from japan even so many groups from a non-japanese organization i was uh, uh caught my eyes a while ago on facebook someone posted um, non-japanese kyokushin group and i count them it was like 15 groups, non-Japanese, so it's, it's divided, so many groups, and then it, uh, in this division, um, next you can pick a good fighter, which one is a good fighter, really, right? Um, but in, to answer your question, is yes, really, is uh, they are very good fighters, and generally in Iran, um, Iranian, they are very good with uh, single-person uh, sports, like, as you mentioned earlier, look at wrestling. Always in world scale I'm talking about. Is top three, one Iranian. Or weightlifting. You see, weightlifting, they're very good. Iranian, they're very good with single sport, uh, single person sports. They're very good at, at it. And, uh, and in taekwondo, taekwondo, even females and males, they are very good top, uh, top fighters in Taekwondo. Um, and, and also karate. karate, not only Kyokushin, if you look at this, the uh, uh, non-contact karate too, like Shotokan, gujo um because they have same style of fighting, um, they're very good in kata and kumite, and including Kyokushin too, they're very good fighters, very good fighters, and um, as you mentioned earlier, if they had opportunity to go out and, and to show themselves and easily travel wherever they want, and uh, uh, show their skills. And it would be a much, uh, they would be much recognized and how good they are, but um, it's just uh, some restriction about their traveling and, uh, but they're very good fighters. Yes, I, I second that, I, I agree with you, I, yes.
0: I, And like, and as I mentioned, I will never take anything away from the Russians or Japanese. But what I always say about Iranians is like, Persians are bred for not only single-person sports, but combat sports. We have that gene in us because you think of uh, the, Uran- the ancient Iranian history. Persians are always warriors. They're very proud. They're very active. They're always, they have that mentality to always – like, like for example, um, I'm sure you know uh, Sensei Steve Fogarazi from Contact Kicks in uh, IFK, right? You've uh, yeah. heard of him? Okay. Yeah. So Sensei Fogorazi had a student named Amir Bemaye under him. And, uh, Amir was, uh, an Iranian. He was from another school. He was, um, he was, he was like a, he was a sandan, but he's really, he was really like a knee dan. If I, if I have the story, by the way, like if Fogorazi, if you hear this, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing the story. So I'm trying to say the best as I remember. And Amir took time off Kyokushin, but he has like that muscle memory where he could take 10 years off and then just come back in. And he's like, Oh, it's like, it's, it's like, I didn't forget this. And I think that has to do with, you know, that I, I really think that Persian warrior gene exists. If you have it, it's, it's right. like, we just, we, we could stop something, get back into it. And it's like, go time. It's it, it right. doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um... I don't know i I really can't explain uh like your persian the history or persian pride or you know persian they have like uh three thousand years of history you know and uh so that could be uh some a factor or uh, uh or the body type and it's uh but whatever it is they have that uh sense of uh Sense of pride that they have. Okay, I have to get it done. I have to um, um, accomplish this. Uh, whatever I want to do. It's it just yes, that's true. Yeah, and we, you know, it's uh, to give. We should give the credit to other countries too. There are good fighters other countries, and uh, it's uh, it just goes back to the person's personality, uh, and it's uh, yeah, everyone can achieve. It's not just. Uh, I don't want to make comment that is. Uh, it could be tra- uh, interpreted like a, a racist comment that is <laughs> Parisian things, but no, it's um, everywhere. People, they, if they put their mind and they, they put their uh, um, mind and body and commitment, and, and commitment, then they can achieve that. Right? It, it's very true. Oh,
0: that's why I love about Kyokushin. Like, Cause Kyokushin only cares about one thing. What's the effort you're putting in, in the dojo? What, you, what are you leaving in there in, when you're in the kumite? That's why I do it. Like when I was getting my green belt, I had that mentality, not because I'm Persian, but I said I have to get my green belt in a certain amount of time. Because when I got my green belt, that's when I was going to become independent for the time being and just take a break. You know, I'm kind of on a break. But uh, getting the green belt is like a big deal. And when I when I and when I say this to like your students who are on, who like will watch this, guys, don't rush to showdown. Never never rush to black belt. You won't enjoy it as much as. The process. You have to enjoy getting your orange belt. You have to enjoy getting your kyu. You have to enjoy it slowly. Everybody wants to be a black belt, but if you do it faster, you're not going to enjoy it. I wanted to get my green belt, and when I got my green belt, I realized, do I really want to get my showdown in three years and then quit, or do I want to take my time? And when you get to that level, I think you have to have that conversation with yourself. Like, what, what, how do you want to go about it next?
1: That's correct. That's co- exactly what you're saying. i will always saying, my student, the, the grade. okay, when it's time, just go and, and get it. Go and get it. Don't uh, expect that they're giving to you. This is, you have to earn it. You have to earn it by showing your, your skills and by showing your techniques, by showing that you are, you deserve it. And it's not that, okay, I give it to you. is. Uh, uh, you're okay, you give your green back. If I give it to you this way, I say, Oh, you're okay, but try harder. Just say, I want to do it again. I want to hear it from you because this is something you have to earn it. And if you earn it, then you respect it, you value it yourself. And in future, if happens to stay in this, and you will do the same to your student. Because if you get it easy, um, I always um, give example to the students that, okay, if you're grade nine, 10, in, in school, 11, um, everybody at this, um, in the class, they pass. They pass from, let's say, grade 10 to grade 11, and you get A on math, you get B on uh, science, the C on this, and if you, the person gets A or A plus, and the person gets C, they all pass from this level to the le- next level but which, which one has more value? The one that's A plus, or the you get with C, like uh, minus C, you're all passing, but be the one with the A plus, and be the one with the A plus, and uh, that's you value your, your own, you feel good inside, and uh, that's, uh, you earn it. So just ask my point always to tell them that, don't be uh, just looking for changing the color. Doesn't mean anything, you can get the color go buy with 10 bucks, get the, any color you want. But um, you have to, um, have to be qualified, you have to deserve that color. That's, yeah, that's true what you're saying.
0: Very yeah. true. Yeah. Now, with uh, your role as, um, the, as the president of all three Americas, which is North, central and South, how do you feel Kyokushin Khan is, is, uh, is going to grow? in 2021 um, with or if with everything going
1: on well you know uh, in this year you're talking about is uh, you know this pandemic started last march almost in canada and still ongoing like yesterday i was uh, listening to the news we had 900 new cases of uh, covid 19. so still we are on the tough restrictions and uh, to be honest in 2021 i don't see any activity i don't see anything that um, happens uh, to our could be by summer uh, this uh, restriction lifted but um, i don't see anything um, happens uh, anything big happen in 2021 although um, we planned for conscious trip to costa rica Mm-hmm. and uh, already announced it to everyone and but we don't know if we can travel by then is it, the first week of uh august we have seminar uh with Concho Royama in costa rica uh sensei Mauricio, the branch of costa rica hosting this event and we, we don't know if we're going to go it or go or not because of this situation we have so i don't see any um any huge plan for 2021, but um, we definitely, when restriction lifted, we have lots to do. We are not the largest, but I can say one of the largest uh, Kyokushin group in whole world. Um, to, to prove my statement, if you can, if you look at this uh, KW uh, Kyokushin World Union website, and go to the Uh, members, you see how many Kyokushin Khan members um, uh, are there, uh, there are in in that website and uh, we're a very large population compared to other groups. Uh, I'm not saying the largest but one of the largest and uh, we have, I'll give you just a few numbers, we have almost uh, 25 branches in North America and we have 15 branches in South and Central America. So total of 40 branches just in America. And some of these branches, they have a couple, a few dojos affiliated with them. So uh, we are large in uh, other part of the world too, in in Japan, in uh, uh, in Middle East, we are very large. So, and uh, of course we have lots of potential and uh, we're just waiting for this pandemic is over and uh, we can just easily uh, communicate, make plans. So we are, our, one of our branches mm-hmm. in Montreal, actually, Silvi, is Shihan uh, Sylvie. Uh, is Shihan on Sylvie? Yeah. Uh, she yeah, has yeah. Four, four dojos in, in Montreal. So we are planning to have a, a national tournament. Uh, <clears throat> well, the national in, for Canadian, but usually American participate too, to have a tournament there. Japan is planning for this coming uh, October or November, having a plan. So we're just waiting for, for 2021 to answer your question. I, I don't see uh, anything happens that quick because of uh, uncertainty. We don't know what's gonna happen and still tough restrictions everywhere. Um, but uh, as soon as this is over, then um, then we have lots of plans to do. We're gonna grow faster and we're already uh, big and are hoping for expanding our organization. That's
0: really good. And I'm really, and I'm really glad that you really touched on that. You're being very uh, a realist because we see a lot of people say, Oh, by fall. Yeah. We're going to have it by fall, the tournaments. But at the end of the day, if you're, you're a leader for a reason, because you understand you, as as you said earlier in the conversation, you are, you have uh, your degree and specialty in management. So you have to know when to mitigate and when to manage Expectations because you don't want to be giving people false expectations because then that takes that, that hurts your credibility. So, I really like that you said we have to be very realistic now because it wasn't like before, and where we kind of said this will be for two weeks, flatten the curb. No, it's like we have to
1: be careful, right? Right? See, so many dojos are closed, closed. and even if you open it, like uh, we got the uh, instructions from Karate BC. And they say, oh, you can, you can open your dojo, but you have to have mask and uh, social distancing two meter, two at a time. So it's very, very tough restrictions, which, uh, you know, in, in uh, karate, in Kyokushin, in all uh, combat martial, martial arts, you have to fight. You have to fight. You, know, you, you learn uh, front kick, then you have to do it and see how it works. So if you can't do that, then it's, uh, it's, uh, it's difficult. So with this restriction um, everywhere now, is the have to continue to the real training. And I'm hoping as as soon as this, um, all things is over, maybe by summer, because they are um, giving vaccine to everyone now. And uh, if things going, uh, you know, this uh, COVID variant is also coming all the way, always uh, new variant is coming, make the scary for people. But uh, let's hope for good. And uh, by summer, if everyone gets vaccine, um, or you get vaccine in maybe in Canada, but then other countries has to be safe too, so you can travel, right? So it's right. just not us everywhere. And if you want to make a huge big plan, uh, like as I mentioned, we are we planned. We got tickets for of Oyama for uh, August 6, 7, eight But we have the ticket. Uh, the branch of uh, Costa Rica arranged things, but we don't know if we want to go or not. So, uh, again, back to your question in 2021, what are you going to do? I don't have an answer. I don't think we can do much this year. Yeah, okay.
0: That's understandable. Well, you Hamid, you're, you're doing such an amazing job with everything, you know, not only representing uh, the three Americas, but also being an international committee member for Khan and do you, and like what is the most enjoyable part about the role you have because it takes a lot of responsibility to do what you do and you have to love it what is it that you love about the the role you've been you have upon yourself now well since well, whatever
1: right it's um, the most enjoyable part is uh, interacting with people you know, is just being in touch with people and uh, hearing what they are saying and uh, conflict resolution. That's uh, my uh, also part of my job. My other my other job that that I'm doing is with interacting with people, con- uh, solving the problems. And and uh, it's, uh the same as his. Uh, I I got to know so many people around the world. So when I go to Japan, from other countries coming, we know each other is. It's very blessing, you know, when you um, you, you go somewhere and uh, you know people from um, countries, the countries that you um, never been there, but you know if you go there, they are there for you. And uh, I'm here for them. So it's just like a, a sense of community, having, uh, like i like got always conscious, Khan is a family, it's, it's a, you're a big family. And uh, this sense of uh, community, interacting with people getting to know people being friends all over the world having friends and around the world it's just a blessing that's i love it i love about it, it yeah i awesome. learn from them i say i whatever i know i tell them and i we learn from each other you know it's just um, amazing yeah
0: that's amazing and i guess that's what we'll conclude it at always be open-minded because you never know which opportunities can come to you. So if people ever want to connect with you on, say, social media, where can they find you, Xi'an?
1: Well, um, my my website is uh, there. They can contact me through my website, kukushinkan.ca. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. So Hamid Asna, they can easily find me, Google me, um, my website easy to find me I'm, I'm, and <laughs> I'm around yeah I'm in Vancouver um, so it's uh, not hard to to find I'm just easy to find my my, my website my um, yeah so uh, I'm, I love to hear from people
0: Awesome. Well, I really want to thank you for coming on the Drew experience, uh to talk about Kyokushin because I love, like, as mentioned, you know, I like, as mentioned, the show is martial arts based, but I have to always represent my Kyokushin community because I think we have one of the richest communities in martial arts. So it's about highlighting it and bringing, and, and you know, as Sosa said, you got to raise the bar always, no matter what, with the art.
1: Right, right, exactly, right. I really thank you for your time and uh, from here, from this uh, channel, I want to say hello to everyone and wish everyone the best uh, health and uh, best luck for 2021 and hopefully we get over this pandemic and we can meet um, all my friends and new friends, make new friends and uh, let's hope for that.
0: Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, the show, as men, just to let you know, the guys, the show will be on. You, if you like martial arts, make sure to hit subscribe, like, share to raise the bar. And uh, let's give uh, Shian Hamid Asna the, the love and support he deserves for the work he does. Thank you very much.
1: Everybody. Thank Uss. you. Uss.